0: Welcome to Curating the Curious, the podcast that celebrates staying curious in life and never settling into a box. Hosted by former elementary teacher, television actress, LA realtor, wineslinger, salesperson, waitress, family photographer, and forever student of life, me, Leanna Azalee. In the spirit of this week with International Women's Day and this episode talking about friendships and lifting people up and being their cheerleader, I want to start by telling you about an event coming up. It's May 4th and May 5th. This is a downloadable event, but it's got 18 classes. It's with Flock Live, which you've heard me talk a lot about because my friends Laura and Sarah Wood are the ladies behind this and it is extraordinary the lineup is insane of instructors I'm going to put the link in the show notes for you and you can check it all out and get more information I think it's going to be awesome I may or may not be doing something with it but we haven't said yet so I'll leave it at that I am not benefiting from telling you about this. I just really want to spread the word because it looks like an unbelievable event for learning and growing and getting together as women. So check it out in the show notes. I want to take today to talk about sisterhood, women supporting other women, and getting out there and finding your circle, finding your wolf pack. There are so many angles that I can come at this topic with, and so I'm trying to kind of Just compartmentalize all the things that I want to cover, and I want to do it in the most positive way possible. And just to preface anything, if anyone that considers themselves to be a good friend of mine is listening, don't take anything the wrong way. I'm not referring to any specific people where I'm sending any secret messages. If I tell any stories, I don't even know if I'm going to tell a story, but if I do, you know, come to me if you have a question. I'm really, I'm trying to come at this in the best way possible by being honest, but I also don't want any of my friends to think that I'm sending a secret message that I'm unhappy with them, <laughs> if that if that makes any sense. As I introduce this whole topic, I'm completely aware that I might be leaving out other people, the non-binary, the genderqueer, and men. And I don't want to do that this entire podcast, not just this episode, but this entire podcast is not just for white women. I'm painfully aware that my interviews have happened to only represent this so far. I'm working on things behind the scenes. So I just want to say right now that this doesn't just apply to women, but I do think that this topic is more predominant in a female relationship, if that makes any sense. I'm not sure why. I don't know why we have these issues in supporting one another and why we need to talk about it more than other genders do. But in my experience, it's been with women, and so that's what I'll be referring to today. So now that I've gotten all of my disclaimers out, let's get to what I really, really came here to talk about. Whether you're a man, woman, or non-binary, your circle should want you to win. Your circle should clap the loudest when you have good news. If they don't, get a new circle. I've lived many years on this earth and I've dealt with many situations where I've had to cut friends out of my life because I know that they just don't have my best interest at heart. And I think the past year has brought on a lot of weeding out for a lot of people in so many ways and not just being supportive with friendship, just finding out that you have completely different ideals, values, and views about the world. There's this quote. I think it sums it up so well about what we've been going through and what we're going through now. And the quote is, there are years that ask questions and there are years that answer. The last year or so has been a lot of questions, a lot of questions happening, questioning everything you believe, the people that you know, what they believe, what you thought they believed, what you, what you thought somebody had been for you and finding out something different. I think there's a lot of grieving going on because a lot of people have had to part ways for so many different reasons. And I think we are beginning to enter into that time of getting the answers rather than living through the questions. But who knows? There could be more. But with all of the confusion and the anger and the sadness and the difficult things that have come in the last year of our lives, the questioning does bring more certainty once you sift through it all. And it brings a strength to your life. When you can really sit down and say, am I being supported? Do I have the right tribe around me? And are they vibrating at the high frequency that I want to vibrate at? Once you keep doing that, you can sift through the people that you don't need and you can bring the good stuff into your life. But in between those two things is a lot of pain because growth is painful. I'm going to be super honest and say that it's been real painful for me over the last year. I have just found myself doubting so many things and and actually feeling guilty for the fact that I don't find people to be supportive or something that I want around me and carrying that guilt around. I've kind of just reached a point where I, I realize I don't owe this to anyone if Spending time with someone does not lift me up. If spending time with someone brings me down and makes me feel a little bit icky each time we spend time together, I need to cut it out and not in a hateful way, not in an angry way. You don't need to get to that point. You just really look at it and say, is this adding or subtracting from my life? And if it's not adding, you can move on without any hate or anger. And just say, hey, it's not for me. I was listening back on a few episodes from near the beginning, and we were talking about small talk in a few of them, and I was saying that I don't like small talk. And I really thought to myself, like, is it small talk that I don't like? Or is it women standing around degrading themselves, complaining about things, complaining about their appearance, their weight, how they need to go get their Botox or their lips injected or their body fixed or you know what? That was what was draining me. It wasn't small talk. And once I listened to a few episodes of me saying that, I had to really question, what is it that drains me? It's not small talk. I don't mind that. So after months and months of, of just putting myself through the ringer with all of these thoughts and feelings of guilt that I don't want to hang around with certain people, I came across this podcast that I that I listened to. It's called The Champagne Society. That's the podcast name. And the host is Gervais. She had her friend on to talk about the new paradigm of female friendships. And man, it just like... It blew me away how much I related to everything they were talking about and all the things I've been going through. And that's when it all hit me like a ton of bricks. I don't have to feel guilty for needing to cut these friendships out of my life. I want conversations that vibrate at a higher level. I want conversations about ideas and the things that you hear me talk to these friends with on the podcast that's the kind of conversation I want in my life. I don't want to sit around and complain about things. I don't want to sit around and hear other people complain. Now, don't get it confused with you being able to tell me if there's something wrong. I'll always be there for you. But when a friendship starts to feel like a complaining ground or something where we're going to get together and just bash other people, I don't want any part of it. And so, I'm challenging others to kind of challenge the vibration that you surround yourself with. Of course, I bitch and complain about stuff. Of course, I have bad days. Of course, I have negative things that I want to talk about sometimes. But I do not want relationships that center around those things. I want friendships with people who who are looking for something bigger. I'm looking for friendships with people who just want to grow and talk about creative things, creative ideas, things that are inspiring them, where where you want to take things in this life. I love these episode notes from the Champagne Society, New Paradigm of Female Friendships. Gervais wrote, The old paradigm of mean girls, competition, jealousy, and backstabbing is ending. COVID has made it a non-negotiable to take our friendships to the next level or let them go entirely, but most women haven't actually been taught how to do this. Maybe that's what most of us need to learn, is how. I highly recommend anyone to listen to this episode if you want to hear more about what they have to say. But the main idea behind all of this, the success of every woman out there, that should be inspiring to the other women. We should stand up and clap for that woman because that is another move forward for somebody in our tribe. So in true form to every episode, I want to tell you about a book that I read a while ago and it really blew me away. I highly recommend this to anyone who is interested in this topic of us supporting one another or maybe even looking to kind of grow in that department because you're feeling a little stuck and still feeling a little competitive. And it's called Wolf Pack. It's by Abby Wambach, and she is the U.S. Soccer Olympic gold medalist that married Glennon Doyle. It's phenomenal. The full title is How to Come Together, Unleash Our Power, and Change the Game. Abby says, you were never Little Red Riding Hood. You were always the wolf. We must venture off the path and blaze a new way together, not separately, together as a tribe, as a wolf pack. The whole idea about this book is that we need to demand what we deserve. We need to make failure our fuel, and we need to stand up and champion each other, champion one another instead of competing. If we keep playing by the old rules, we will never change the game. Welcome to the new rules. Welcome to the wolf pack. I honestly have too many good things to say about this book and it basically just encompasses everything I feel that friendship should be. And I don't think that we should settle for anything less. I will not allow my daughter as she gets older to settle for anything less than support and lifting one another up. I will not allow her to become part of the old pattern that exists with women and girls. I will teach her a different way. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you go together and lift one another up. And that's actually the slogan for my friend Laura Woods and Sarah Woods flock community. And it's why I talk about this community all the time because they live and breathe it. And even if I feel like I don't have the support that I need in my daily life with the people that I interact with, maybe in person, I have them online. And I've met so many of my friends through that flock community because they live and breathe this idea of supporting one another. You can find your flock, you can find your wolf pack, you can find your tribe in any way, and it does count if they're online. So many of my online friends have become real friends in life after meeting them, and some of them I haven't met yet, and I still consider them to be part of my tribe. Wherever you find it, if it supports you and lifts you and brings you to that higher vibration, you're good. That's enough. So I put some quizzes in my stories just to have people answer and say whether they feel that their friends truly support them or not, and positively, a great amount of people said, yes, their friends do truly support them. There were quite a few that said no, but the majority said, yes, their friends do truly support them. But then after that, a good handful of them private messaged that they've let go of the people, that they didn't feel supported them. I think that the clear distinction needs to be made that if you decide to move on from a friendship It's not filling you in the way that it needs to. It doesn't mean that you have to be angry about it. And it doesn't mean that that person is bad. It just means that you're not compatible. It just doesn't quite work. It doesn't have to be more than that. And I think that if we're talking about the men versus the women, I think that women, everything is taken so personally. And you can't just say, eh, this isn't for me. But men kind of just do and they're on their way and there's no drama about it. So I think that that is the clear distinction. And I think that that is something that I've really been trying to wrap my head around as of late is that I don't have to feel guilty or feel bad because I don't think that these people are bad. They're just not for me. I want to surround myself with people with growth mindsets, not fixed mindsets. I want to surround myself with people with big dreams, and who believe in the power of putting your heart out there and going for it. I want to surround myself with people who, even if they don't really like podcasts, they're going to listen to an episode or two of mine and tell me what they liked about it because they're my friend and they're interested in what I do. I do that for my friends and I expect the same. I'm obviously revealing a a personal feeling and story right now, (laughs) but you know, gosh, those things matter and they mean something. I know that not everybody likes podcasts. I know that a lot of my friends aren't interested in anything that I'm going to talk about. Well, actually not. It's hard to believe that I would be close friends with anyone that has zero interest in anything that I'm talking about on these podcasts. Otherwise, how would we really be friends? But I get it. Some people don't like them and that's fine. But if your friend has had a podcast out for almost four months and you know that they're working day and night and they're working their ass off to make this happen and pouring their heart into every minute of it to make it the best and they truly care about this endeavor if you're not going to take at least 1 hour out of 1 day of your life in that 4 months to listen to at least 1 episode and tell them something nice about it eh, how can we really be friends so yes i'm letting you in on a personal story right now and I do think that we have the right to expect those little things from friends. I'm not stupid. I know that not everybody's going to be into this, but gosh, when your friend has something that they care about and you can't even take a moment to check it out and tell them something good, you've got to check yourself. Are you threatened by what they're doing? Are you jealous that they're going after something and you're not? I don't know. We need the people in our lives who are there to be there clapping and cheering us on. And I don't think that person that I'm talking about right now or those people that I'm talking about right now will ever hear this because they've never listened to an episode. (laughs) So I'm using this as an example to show you what I'm going through personally in my own life. I feel like it's kind of a safe choice, but but Yeah. We've we've got to set the precedence for what we want in our friendships, and we have every right to expect people to deliver as long as we're delivering that for our friends. If we are coming from a mindset of abundance instead of a mindset of lack, if we're coming from that abundant mindset, we're going to cheer everybody on because we know there is enough for everyone. If you need to work on the abundant mindset, work on it. We can all change. Do you have a strong tribe of women in your life that supports you and lifts you up, that inspires you, that makes you want to be better? Is that tribe online or in real life or a mix of both? I can answer that question with yes, I do. I can also say that a majority of those people are online friends. And I used to think that that was a lesser version of friend years ago. But now through the years I've come to find, it's not. You can find your tribe. They're out there. You've just got to declare what you want and start living it yourself. And the second you do, you begin to attract those who are on the same wavelength. And that's just the way life goes in every single way. There are women out there who truly believe with all of their heart that there is no competition for them. They are their only competition, what they're looking at in the mirror, and they're here to lift others and to vibrate on a high frequency. I am one of those people. And if you need somebody in your wolf pack, call on me. I'm I'm there. I've been on the other side and I know what it's like to feel like you're not supported. And I just want to put that out there that there is support for everybody. You just have to know where to look. You have to keep looking, believe in it, and live it yourself. I truly, truly believe that with all my heart. I've recently become a huge fan of Meghan Markle after watching her speak on Oprah last night. And I wrote down this quote of hers. And I'm going to end with this. Women need a seat at the table. They need an invitation to be seated there. And in some cases where that is not available, they need to create their own table. This is true. And I will always hold the door open and let anybody have a seat at the table. I'm fired up because <laughs> this whole topic just fires me up. I highly recommend reading Wolfpack by Abby Wombach And I highly recommend listening to that episode from the Champagne Society And it's called New Paradigm of Female Friendships. I would love to hear people's thoughts. And I'm always looking for people to join my wolf pack. I am here to lift people, cheer you on, and be your friend. Always supporting you. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I feel a lot lighter now that I've gotten some of those feelings out. And now my little cub wants to come in and say a few things because she really misses being on this show. So, here we go. Okay, hun, now do you know what today's episode is about? No. It's about friendship and the ways that friends should treat friends. What do I tell you about friendship and the way that you and your friends should treat each other? Good What else do I tell you? Be nice to your friends. What else? What do I tell you friendship should be about? Kindness. Yep, kindness. And I tell you that you and your friends should always make each other feel good and say good things about each other when, when someone's not around, right? Yeah. I tell you if you don't feel good, when you're spending a lot of time with someone, that maybe you should switch it up. See if you could find somebody that's better for you, right? Mhm. Have you learned anything about friendship? You should be nice always to your friends. Yeah. And support them. And when they do something, you tell them, "Good job. I believe in you." You should be always very, 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 very kind to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, on the count of three, what do we do? One, two, three, stay, stay curious! You always be nice to your friends and very kind to them. Because it'll make them happy and you'll always do it no matter what they do. they true.